Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Two Blunt. Today we are here for episode three, back again. Um, and we yes. are here, very excited to be coming to you today with another episode of... Uh, um, and, you know, we're just... We, we were supposed to have our clips done by this week. We weren't able to, to have it, uh, to get around to it just as of yet. But just know that it is coming very, very soon. Uh, if you notice, there's a little bit more natural light. We had some things done to the studio, so it's looking a lot better. And uh, we're now here and very excited to come back. How are you doing today, Mandine? I'm doing fantastic. So I've been spending a lot of time this week on this new app called Stereo. I've been doing a lot of stuff on it. If you guys haven't been following me on Instagram, checking out what I've been doing. I've been doing um, some broadcasts on Stereo. So it's, it's an app basically that pairs you with random people uh, just to kind of have a conversation and see what you guys can sort of talk about. So uh, Mandine's joined me a couple times. And what do you think about it? I think it's an amazing uh, app and an amazing concept, you know. Uh, here you basically reach out into the uh, Ethernet out there in the world and uh, just uh, pick anybody who's somewhere else mm. who doesn't know anything about you. You don't know anything about them. Uh, and you... Sit back away. You go through all the, uh, you go through all the um, possibilities. You know, you have people that are completely into Just fixing something. wonderful things, and some that are not into some wonderful things, some nefarious sure. things. You know, but sure, sure, uh, all types and levels of uh, minds and communication skills, and it's pretty fascinating to me to see the broad scope of all the people that live in this country you know mm, i know what you mean yeah it is it is definitely interesting to see um you know i think that uh it's it's we live in a time now where where social interaction has gone to such an all-time low that it came at definitely the right time and it's uh i think a lot of people are really definitely enjoying it and appreciating it and i i definitely uh if you guys haven't checked it out would uh definitely recommend that you guys do check it out for sure it's uh it's a super dope one you know, I, th I I really like the app. I like talking to people. I like getting new perspective. And I've definitely had the uh, the opportunity to really do that. And that's been dope. Um, I think that the, the fact that, you know, we're in this constant lockdown and people feeling that, you know, how, who do I reach out to? You know, mm. I mean, there's no you can't go to the store and spark up a conversation. Everyone's got a mask on mm. and you don't know if they're upset or happy. And uh so everyone looks uh, kind of intimidating, you know, and stay away from me and don't breathe in my direction type of thing. But yeah. here you can basically have a little outlet where you can go out and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm reaching out to you. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from here in Nebraska today. Oh, how's the weather out there? And you start chit-chatting and you realize that, you know, there's so much more commonality between people than, than there are differences, you know. Uh -huh. uh, and that's uh, a very hopeful sign for me, at least, as a... Uh, as I look and hear different people throughout the country that we're basically all looking for the same things, you know, we're trying to find some peace and love and, and comfort and, uh, and, and hope. And, and it's, uh, it's a good thing to hear, you know, instead of just thinking that, uh, the world's coming to an end all of a sudden, you know, mm, mm, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, I think definitely people need hope and, um, you know, I think it's, it's very good for people. Let me see here. Uh, I heard something, a story that Apple, they've been having a bit of a hard, a hard week. Um, so I think it was today. Yeah, here it is. Apple dropped $180 billion in value 
plunging 8% in the largest one-day loss ever recorded by an American company. Days after being named the most valuable. Um, they had a string of one of the polls since March. They had doc. So apparently, I don't know if it was related to this, but Apple like came out and said that they were doing the new iPhone 12 where they basically fucking just added a stupid another camera yeah. and called it another phone. So now it's four cameras? Yeah. Wow. So um, I, I thought, I think maybe that has something to do with it because people were very disappointed. I was also reading that. I'm trying to pull that up right now. See iPhone 12. Mm. Oh, here it is. So this was uh, a, a something with Forbes. The uh, Apple Loop disappointing iPhone 12 leaks. Um, and also as well as they might be saying goodbye to the MacBook Pro. Oh, um, no, please. That was a good one. Oh, really? <laughs> so, no, I mean, you know, uh, what do you think about that? What do you think about uh, about Apple losing the most money? Well, you know, uh a lot of these numbers are just numbers, you know. All of a sudden, somebody says, oh, this is what's going to happen. I'm, we're going to make this. And the value goes up, quote, unquote, 10%. And all of a sudden, they make, quote, unquote, $100 billion. Mm -hmm. So somebody comes up with a negative comment. All of a sudden, they lose $100 billion. It's just a valuation, you know. It's not like they they had to literally take out $100 billion out of their checking account and give it away to someone, you know, it doesn't yeah. happen. It's not like that. Yeah. It's a valuation. It's a, uh, a wind that pushes hmm. it up or pushes it down. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it, it definitely uh, affects the investors because, you know, when people want to buy stock of a company, yeah, they'll say, oh, it's going strong. I want to put $100 into that stock, you know, or $1,000 into that stock. So it will eventually back up its strength but in the beginning they don't really lose that kind of money mm, yeah i mean i think that's really crazy because you know you just had like they were claiming they were the highest valuation company now kind of getting down to this so it's been a rough week for them but uh it's definitely something else with apple always i mean you think about it how much money do they really make every year when they sell so many things throughout the world you know, obviously they employ a tremendous amount of people, uh, a lot of them in China, a lot of them in Mexico, a lot of them in India, whatever. But still, they're working, they're providing work for people to survive, you know, so that's a good thing. But uh, the corporate, you know, the corporate uh, headquarters, the people that really have the major shares and uh, ownership of the company, obviously they make a ton of money. Uh, but just imagine, can you imagine? Do you have a number you can think of? How much does uh, Apple actually sell per year? And of that sale, oh, they're much, like the number one. How much do they actually keep in their coffers? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's it's another. It's probably a country, or or they're probably you know they probably make more money than a lot of countries in the world. Yeah. Yo, so this was a new article that came out today. That's really cool. Thank you for sharing with me on that. That they said that cannabis extract may protect honeybees from pesticides. Yeah. A team of researchers in Poland at a university say they have discovered a new way to use cannabis to protect honeybees from pesticides. Uh, the team addressing many issues related to honeybee survival from pesticides to neo... What the fuck is that word? Neonicotinoids? What the fuck is that? Can we pronounce this word? Neonicoto. There's supposed to be a button on here that lets you pronounce Whoa. it. Okay, let's find out what this word means. Uh, okay, so it's neonicotinoid. 
Nicotinoids. Neonicotinoids. There we go. Yes. A system, a systemic agricultural insecticide resembling nicotine. Wow. Weird. So apparently they're finding a link between that and declining bee populations. So it's killing bees, but they're going to use cannabis to fix it. Okay, so put that in a greater perspective. Uh, you know how they, when they do shots and when they do medications for people, they always uh, do trials with certain animals, whether yeah. it's rats or, you know, mice or whatever. Sure. Uh, so look at the greater implication of all this. If the bees are being protected by a substance in cannabis, does that translate to a greater benefit for humanity? As you inhale or breathe or, or, or consume the cannabis, will it not also protect us and help us with the pesticides that we are eating constantly in our foods? Well, I mean, listen. And our, and our, you know. Yeah, it, basically what they're saying is the extract is helping them basically not have any adverse effects to the insecticide. It says, quote here, that uh, the tested insects lived comparatively as long as those that had never had contact with harmful substances. Wow. So it just completely basically took that out of their lives and they didn't have that anymore. Uh, bees are dying because they are malnourished and weakened by the use of pesticides and they start to suffer from various diseases. No, nosmosis, it attacks the digestive system. Bees cannot digest and absorb nutrients and they simply die. That's sad. That's, that, eventually that's what happens to us. You know, we, yeah. we ingest all these pesticides and all these things that are not beneficial for us and all of a sudden you, you develop stomach cancer, you develop uh, ulcers, you develop, you know, liver cancer, whatever. So, yeah, this is really, really uh, positive, positive news to hear. Mm. Uh, this is an amazing plant. I'm telling you, all the solutions are out there in nature. All we have to do is find them. Wow. To heal our melodies, you know. Mm. So the U.S. announced... Um they basically were trying to, I believe it was in 2018, they were trying to originally do research into cannabis, and a lot of people were like really excited about that. Well, they came to find out more recently that uh, a new analytic report on U.S., Canadian, and U.K. cannabis research shows funding that more than half the money was spent on research to look into the harms of cannabis instead of the therapeutic benefits. So what does that tell you? That the government is just trying to, I don't know. They're, uh, try, they're trying to find the darkness in the light huh. instead of trying to find light everywhere, you know? Yeah. What are the benefits? It, it, this is divisiveness that people uh, always encounter. The U.S. in a 19-year period spent $1.5 billion, and half of that money was for uh, trying to find something wrong. Uh, you know, good you job. Know, you know how many studies have been done throughout the world that show the benefits of the plant and I mean people. benefits yeah I mean to me I remember uh, one of the biggest thing was uh, that little girl in uh, <clears throat> that had the um, epileptic seizures remember mm. uh, Charlotte's Web remember that that was the first time that I actually got very interested in finding out about benefits uh, due to the uh, consumption of the plant you know and this little girl was uh, having such a tremendous amount of uh, uh, seizures I think like 200 a week mm. and they gave her this particular uh, combination of uh, of um, of plant of the plant that she came down to like one or two seizures a week 
It totally wow. changed their life. And it was called Charlotte's Web. Mm. Some com company in Colorado uh, did it because at that time it wasn't even uh, allowed here in, in California, you know, because she was a child. And she was able to uh, to to survive and, and pretty much lead a pretty normal life. Mm. It was fascinating to me. And I mean, you see people out in Israel. I saw this one clip, this young, this young man, this older man. He was about in his 80s and he was trembling. He had all kinds of Parkinson's or whatever, uh, you know, shaking disease. And he went into the hospital. <clears throat> they yeah. gave him a puff. He took one puff. And he, within seconds, calmed down to, like, back to normal. It was like, wow, what was that? That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and, you know, it's so crazy because we, we live here in California. We have the amazing benefit of uh, having to have these uh, legal, so much legal weed here. We have recreational and medical legal weed, so you can basically smoke it no matter what. Um, to you know, to a degree, um, but so uh, eighteen and over. Basically, everything interesting. Uh, something interesting happened. Apparently, the the uh, Fresno County Sheriff's Office this week served two search warrants at sites. Um, the raid seized and destroyed thirty thousand cannabis plants. Wow. Uh, they said that illegal pesticides that were used at the sites could lead to severe environmental damage. So uh, they were using illegal pesticides on the plants. So they must have been using something. I'm guessing maybe dangerous. That sounds sketchy already. Um, so there is a market still that that's still here, uh, that still exists. Um, and it says that in the past months, officer and staff destroyed nearly 52,000 plants, seized seven firearms, confiscated 27,000 in cash, and documented 40 violations. Wow. Well, you are going to have that side of and you know or the business yeah and it's kind of hard because sometimes it happens because there's not even like resources like they've said multiple times there is not well enough resources to get everyone in the community the things that they need in terms of like um like forgetting somebody like somebody who maybe was uh previously incarcerated for cannabis who was like a dealer right who's like turned their life around and he's like man i really want to be able to own a grow right he should have a fair opportunity as anyone else but you're seeing where it's being um negated and not allowed and pushed around and you kind of have to have all this and this and that and it's kind of like i think everyone knows in the cannabis industry but like it's kind of like if you're in it you know that it's also there's some bad in it for sure it's being they're blocking a lot of good people in my opinion yeah well you know it's just like life the way i see it you know <clears throat> you come to life you're born mm. And you have two roads to walk. You, mm. Either you walk on the right road mm. and you, you're here to serve yourself, to serve humanity, to serve others, mm -hmm. to help, to be, a, 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 again, a, a beacon of light for, for people to, to have a good life. Yeah. Or you can walk on the other side. You know, what, well, who can I jack up? You know, who can I really hurt? How can I get myself more money on, on somebody else's back? You know, hmm. uh, in other words, and the same thing with the, with the medical, with the marijuana, you know, um, there are people that just want to enjoy it and, and derive its benefits. And there are others who say, well, hey, if I can grow it quickly and, and, and I don't care what kind of pesticides I put on it, I'm going to sell it to people that don't have that much money. I don't care what happens to them. I don't care if they develop cancer don't, from the pesticides. Don't you think that like in a way, like in a way, I just thought about this. Totally right. But like if they license more grows and they allowed more people, don't you think that like it, there's a potential that there could be more money and more jobs created? Because think about this. 
the state legal marijuana industry is going to employ 300,000 workers by the end of this year. It's a fantastic, fantastic thing. See, it has to be regulated for this reason. Yeah. There are those dark individuals who don't care about other people. And they're going to exploit the possibility of making a lot of money for themselves. Like, you know, I can make a grow uh, in in the shady parts of my my county. Nobody's going to know about it. I'm going to make all, you know, make it grow really fast. I'm going to have my little gangs of of uh, individuals help me distribute it, make money, make them money, make money for them. So I created my own, you know, basically industry, but at what cost? At the people that are buying its expense versus uh, the, on the other hand, when they do it legally and right, and they're checking and make sure that the, uh, that the uh, things that they're using are proper and everything and they're not harmful to people. But then the, the side effect of that is that they up the re- regulations and the requirements and so they they also on top of that they they tack on their 20 30 percent tax for the um for the uh, state so people that want to get that kind of quality they have to end up paying a premium so mm. what they could have gotten for 30 40 dollars an ounce all of a sudden they're paying 150 dollars an ounce it's like okay and what that's do I what kind of happens yeah and that's what's going on but as far as it being uh a super tremendous uh, employment opportunity. It's right there. It's just like hemp, you know. Yeah. Hemp in the eighteen uh, hundreds. They they were, you know, we went up to uh, to Monticello. We went up to George Washington's uh, Jefferson's homes. Remember, they were actual hemp growers. They actually owned uh, fields of hemp. Okay. Because they were, they, I mean, they were using hemp like, like it was nobody's business. It was like cotton. They were using it for clothing, for rope, making mm. boats, making. You, you can make houses out of, out of hemp, but mm. it's being. It was regulated like until a year, two, three years ago, so people were not being employed. But now that it's there, yeah. Hey, let's get the 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 building going. Let's get. Let's get society going. You know, let's and you're so right, people. like all the uses for it too. Like I was just reading too right here. It literally says New Zealand company announces 2021 launch of world's first hemp-based fake meat. Fake meat? <laughs> what do you mean? Sustainable you know foods, what? a food manufacturer in New Zealand, alongside researchers from Massey University, have created the world's first hemp-based fake meat which will launch in 2021. Well, you know. They currently offer soy-based, but it will be hemp. You know, the only thing I don't like about that statement was fake meat. It shouldn't even be meat. It should be, you know, fake sustenance, meat. you know. It should be, uh, you know, something so appealing, you know. It's like, oh, I'm going to get a fake meat burger right now. That so. sounds disgusting. Uh, like, you, exactly. can't, you can't get some. I mean, there, there might be someone watching this who's, who's, like, vegan. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong, but, like, I just... No, but I mean, you know that the hemp has a lot of omega-3, omega-6 uh, combination that is so good for your body. You know, we need that. So anything that is good like that, we should be able to have. So anybody who's developing that stuff, I'm more power to them. You know, I really I really love that. Like imagine making uh, extracts from hemp and, and drinking your good morning shot of, of hemp instead of coffee shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, how how beneficial would that be? That'd be amazing. 
Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. I, I, I 100% agree with you. I think that, uh, that that's definitely one of the keys to, to kind of getting it all going in, in, in the right way, you know what I mean? And uh, I think that, that in a time like now where so many people are unemployed, legal cannabis could just be a bridge to maybe getting more jobs or getting this whole thing going the way it should. So I think that there's definitely something to look into right well, there. Well, just, just think about it. Three years ago, uh, we were in Vegas, and on the way up there, I saw a magazine right there in Barstow, a magazine that said the up-and-coming new multi-billion dollar industry and I was looking at it and wow and all mm -hmm. of a sudden it dawned on me you know what this is going to be fantastic to uh, create a ton of jobs in Vegas in uh, Nevada in California Oregon mm. Washington all the states that have uh, you know legalized it yeah. whether medically or, or, or otherwise mm -hmm. uh, there's been such an explosion of new jobs and people that are making at least 12 15 bucks an hour which i mean is not great money but there's sure. a lot of other people that are making a lot more money than that like i look, go to these little shops sometimes and you look at the people going in and out and you realize you know what these people are making a lot of money uh and as the, as they make money they generate it back into the the economy and all of a sudden you know there's work for this or work for that there you buy a new house you you get a, the lady to come and clean your house you get the chef to come and deliver some food yeah you start getting more start everything getting, yeah. starts to roll you know yeah yeah definitely definitely that's really cool i i, I think that's super dope hey you know in, in the spirit of what we normally do i wanted to pull up an impractical jokers clip yes. cuz we always do you know every episode just to watch it this is one that i found and then i really uh, I appreciate it. I was like, yo, this is dope. So I wanted to show you guys this one real quick. I think this one's really funny. Oh, where is it? Oh, it's not. Hold on. Wait. This whole thing is. That was what it was. I got uh, it, everything. <laughs> everything's been changing on me recently. One sec while I get this back. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that hopefully real soon here we can we can get something where a lot of people, a lot more people can have access to. Uh, to basically being able to find a, a job in that industry and being able to plant more jobs because that's something I think we all need right now with I hear so many people just being so unemployed and things like that and some more jobs would really uh, would really help out you know what I mean let's see if I get this correct. <laughs> are you a genie so this is yes. Joe right here. Hey, this is a play that they're Can I doing wish for anything I want genie does as it's you wish fucking hilarious genie does as you wish can you fly Genie does as you wish. That's his only line. <laughs> Look at his wangity ass flying. I wish to marry the princess. Genie does. Why is he wish. so fucking hot? <laughs> he starts crashing shit. Can I wish for unmatchable power? Genie does as you wish. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> So that was literally like the first act right there. It's literally the funniest thing because he's just breaking shit the whole time. Genie, thank you so much for making all That's literally the whole. My pleasure. Congratulations on everything. That's <laughs> not your line. Everybody is gathered. Let the ceremony begin. So just trying to. Look at that belly hanging. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> You like can't even fucking stand up. <laughs> oh shit! Genie needs some flying lessons. Holy! What is he goes? I mean, there he goes. I've never thought I could fall in love. 
Sorry about that. What are these people? The wall. And it led me to you. Oh. So that was hilarious. That was a little uh, the genie punishment, man. Oh man, that's the funny. They're the fucking funniest. They're amazing, amazing. That shit's the best. That shit's the best. <laughs> they gotta be having one of the best lives around, man. Yeah, Laughing really. all day long. Really. All the way to the bank. <laughs> all the way to the bank, right? More power to them. Yeah, that's that's super sick. I think it's tight. I can't wait for them to to come back and start doing some new episodes and stuff. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh God! I was just remember. I think he says later in that episode. He says it's okay. I'm the manager, <laughs> and that shit was fucking hilarious. That shit's so funny. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, I mean, you know, um, what else? Uh, what else we got, Mundine? What what's what's cracking with with what you brought to the table today? Well, I wanted to ask you. You know, you you mentioned uh, you like to go to recording studios. Um, what uh, what drives you in your music? loving uh experience you know um is it the lyrics is it the no i think it's just the whole thing no i just think it's the whole thing i was talking to someone about this yesterday it was like uh, some people get like music super deep or some people just like are kind of a little more surface level but i think music means like something to everybody yes but um yeah no i think i I really am in love with everything with music the process the 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 drums the the lyrics everything's got to come together in a certain way and if the final product is good then it's good and if it's not it's not it's just kind of comes down to that you can have a a a fire beat with this you know not a good it's not so good artist you can have a uh a a really good artist with a trash beat so you know what i mean so it's like it's very compartmentalized into like what's what's going on with that Uh, track and and do you ever you know are you really ever drawn to finding out more about the actual artist personality and really the way they live their life and who they are what they represent or not really is it just yeah, mostly I think, I I think so. music no i think it's it's like a lot more than that and i think that's why more artists need to do podcasts some of them need to come on mine for sure but uh no i think uh i think it's very interesting to hear where the music comes from and sh- and stuff and uh you know where and what and you know sort of what it's doing but you know there's a lot of really good prominent people that have come out recently one of them i'll show you all right here don Tolliver. this is someone that uh, i listened to during quarantine like this is something that came out he came out with the cactus jacks label which is travis scott and he fucking killed this whole album so if you guys haven't heard this it's I fantastic like i like that title Heaven yeah or Hell. yeah yeah um and the whole album like if i actually pull up right now the first uh song on the album which i will right now from genius shout out to genius.com because they fucking do some dope shit and they actually speaking of like knowing about songs they usually will do stuff like that um but his his first song right here let me pull it up let me see if it's gonna let me pull this shit up um but yo no i mean really just like came down to it the production was done by travis scott the songs were fantastic everything was fucking amazing it was just like yo it really just came together uh let me pull up this one real quick uh, that was that's the wrong song. Hold up. Hey, I can't believe that I actually got to go see Travis Scott with you. Where at? in Hollywood? Huh? We got to see him. Remember when he had that bird, big bird, uh, uh, prop on the no, stage? No, wait, that was oh yes, shit! Yes, you forgot, dude. No, 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 I didn't forget. But uh, I, what I want to pay attention to in that is the fact that nobody was there. You remember that? It was like not really, not really that banging. Well, no, no, it was, it was banging, but it it, was, it, he wasn't big yet. It was exactly. He it was, was just the coming first up. First ever complex con. It was, which the, was. It was when he had that song, uh, "Open Up the Wind." Uh, no, but that was yeah, and he had just, he had just released but it. But the bird thing that was because he did "Birds in the Trap." Look, I'll show you this right now. 
Birds in the Trap, ComplexCon. It was literally ComplexCon, the first ever ComplexCon that this man uh, did. And that was the whole reason that I went because I was like, oh shit, Travis Scott's at ComplexCon. And me and my pop pulled up. Oh shit. And it was so funny. Fucking hell, you're blasting in my ears. Um, But Mm -hmm. yo, but no, it was so funny because, you know, I was literally sitting there and I was like, yo, this is fucking sick. Like, it's Travis Scott. And this was in 2016. So this is like right after Rodeo, right as Birds came out. And look, this is literally him. Complex Con. This is literally us there. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, and dude, he was right there. We were like standing. It was the whole, the whole room was a pit. The whole room was a pit. There was no seating. Everyone was on the floor. And we paid like, what, 40 bucks to be there? Or something like 100 bucks? It was literally nothing. I was like, dog. And this is where you saw... I think what I saw with Travis this day was you saw how down he was with the music. You, you know, know what I mean? You know, I was the oldest guy there, I know for a fact, because everybody was like in their 18, 20 year olds, you know, 16. Uh, but I'm telling you, I wasn't into rap much, and I would say, ah, whatever, you know, it's another genre, another yeah. time going by. But when I was there, I actually loved his energy. He had this amazing energy coming through, mm. and I really dug it. I was I, I was bouncing up and down with the 16, 18 year olds. You know, like, wait, I like this, and and even though I didn't know any of the songs ex- except for that one. Uh, yeah, we got this shit. Okay, so uh, intro to the album, the first track, Don Tolliver setting the scene where his album takes place. First one, he illustrates the situation, questioning, choosing before heaven or hell. Conversation from here eludes the idea of wanting to get hot or smoke. Some suggest he might be leaning towards sinning. Da 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 da. Just more complicated towards he makes paints a picture. Okay, so, um, yeah, he talks a lot about you know like what are you fighting, what are you doing. I thought the album was good from a from a different perspective in terms of uh, a lot of this information on here. So, um, he wrote a lot of it. Uh, uh, Travis wrote a portion of some of the songs, but a lot of the the stuff that really kills it. I don't think it was this one. Was that uh, Mike Dean oh, look at that. and Mike Dean. Uh, Travis Scott produced it. That was what really made it good. And um, and he's like the, yeah, he's basically just like that dude said at the bottom, the Travis Scott protege that's uh, that's really tearing it up and people are really, really responding to him quite well. So um, Don Tolliver is definitely someone to keep on the radar as he keeps putting out more tracks and more stuff. He's got some cool shit coming for sure. Well, you know, anybody who's got Mike Dean uh, in on on their side, you know, they have nothing but up to go. I mean, there he's he's like at the top of the game there. Mm. He's got some amazing, amazing talent. This man, mm, Mike Dean. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, see, my name's Mondine, but when I grow up, I want to be Mike Dean. You Mike Dean. I mean? <laughs> you change from Mondine to Mike Dean. Yes, sir. That's dope. That's dope. Well, yo, I think we made it here to the end of an episode. I'm gonna try to go. I'm gonna try to go ahead outside of this and fucking get everything fixed too, so this shit doesn't happen again next time. Ay ay ay. But thank you guys for joining us as we continue to get through all this shit. I'm eventually gonna put this shit on Windows. That's the fuck what I'm gonna do. And if you guys know and you build computers out there, fucking Windows is better. Um, Apple, I used to rock with you guys a fucking lot. I bought your iMac. Uh-oh. I can't even say that much shit about them, but you know what? Oh, they just lost another 180 billion. No. Yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm going to Windows. That's all I'm saying. Hey, thank you guys so much for joining me today. Uh, I really appreciate you guys uh, coming on board here and uh, hanging out with us. As always, have a fantastic rest of your week as you go into the week here. Peace, love, and positivity. Work hard, stay humble are the things to live by. I love you guys all so much, and I will see you guys next week in the next po- podcast yes. episode. Peace out, guys.